Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Unruffled ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Most of us think a lot about our family's future. That's part of the job, right? And I'm sure you've heard that annoying piece of advice that says, don't buy that latte, invest instead. Well, we went for it a couple of years ago and opened a Robinhood account. To be honest, my husband wanted to cut down on coffee anyway. But you know what? Whatever your goals are, Robinhood could help your family build a better financial future. Investing a small amount now could make a big difference 30 years down the road. It's nice to be in the driver's seat and have autonomy when making investments, which is easy to do with Robinhood. Download the Robinhood app or visit Robinhood.com to start building a better financial future. That's Robinhood.com or download the app now to learn more. Of course, investing involves risk and loss of principal is possible. Returns are not guaranteed. Other fees may apply. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC is a registered broker dealer. You can count on T-Mobile to help keep you connected. After investing billions to light up their network from big cities to small towns, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, when you switch to T-Mobile, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus Verizon and AT&T. Visit your neighborhood store or tmobile.com to switch. Plan savings with T-Mobile, third line free on essentials via monthly bill credits versus comparable available plans. Plan features may vary. Credits stop if you cancel or change plans. Hi, this is Janet Lansbury. Welcome to Unruffled. Today, I'm responding to a question I got on my Facebook page from a parent who says that her three-year-old has recently started to exhibit what this parent calls some extreme behavioral changes, and she describes her as cranky, easily frustrated, incredibly emotional, and she's hoping for some reassurance and guidance. Here's the question from my Facebook page. Good morning. I first want to thank you for the marvelous information and resources you provide. Your book has been very helpful and constantly brings me back to the place I want to be in raising my daughter. My husband and I are currently struggling with the right way to respond to our daughter's newest behaviors, and I'm hoping you can point me in the right direction. Our daughter just turned three and has recently started acting out more. I know that some behavioral changes happen around three, so I'm trying to reassure myself that this is normal, but it seems excessive. She's generally cranky, yells at her dad and me, gets more easily frustrated, and is incredibly emotional. Examples. Yesterday, she woke up and was happy for about one minute. Dad asked, are you hungry? Would you like scrambled eggs and a biscuit with honey or jam? Our daughter whines and yells, I said no, stop, and then rolls around in bed whining and crying. Our daughter asks me to read a book, and I say, sure, let me finish doing these dishes and we can read a book together on the couch. Then she whines, "Eh, no, stop, I said I didn't want to. It's like we have to constantly walk on eggshells. She asks us to dance and then whines that we're dancing the wrong way. She yells and throws tantrums, running away and throwing herself against the couch. It's so exhausting. I'd love some reassurance and guidance to either nip this in the bud or at least feel confident in our responses. Thank you so much. Okay, so what I want to help this parent do and any other parent in this situation is to shift her perspective a little bit. For instance, she says her daughter just turned three and has recently started acting out more. 
And then she describes crankiness, yelling, frustration, emotions, kind of obstinate behavior, saying, you know, changing her mind. She wants something and then she doesn't want it. All of that, I wouldn't even perceive that as acting out in terms of pushing limits because she's really not pushing limits there as a child does when they're hitting us, let's say, or hitting a sibling or a friend, throwing toys. What this girl sounds like she's doing is releasing a lot of feelings, releasing a lot of frustration and stress and uncomfortable feelings. Now, there may be other reasons that this parent hasn't shared for these kind of feelings to be bubbling up at this time. It's not necessarily just that a child turns three. Oftentimes, there are other things going on. Maybe the child is starting school, or the parent is expecting another baby, or there's other things going on in the family. They're moving houses. There's other reasons that children have a lot of, we can just call them cranky, as this mother does, cranky feelings, frustration, and just angst that she needs to express. So I wouldn't see this as behavior that you would need to nip in the bud or even try to control in any way. If it becomes pushing you, hitting you, biting, or something damaging or dangerous, then yes, I would stop it there. But the feelings, the crankiness, the yelling, all of this is just her stuff. It's not something that we as parents are responsible for, required to fix or do anything about. The best thing we can do is, as I've said before, roll out the red carpet and let her let her fall apart, let her flounder, let her be cranky, as cranky as she wants to be perceive this as healthy and not a problem. It will help a lot. So this idea that they have to walk on eggshells, the reason that we feel like we have to walk on eggshells is we're trying to avoid our child going to these uncomfortable places. And yes, that's not fun as a parent, and it is going to be exhausting for sure. If we're trying to avoid cracking an eggshell or stepping on a minefield or however you want to think about it, if we're in that position, it's tense for us. It's tricky. We have to put energy into trying to fix this and make it better or avoid it. And we're going to be exhausted. We're going to get frustrated. To use another completely different analogy, it's like trying to dam up a flow, something that needs to flow by that actually is healthy. And we're trying to to dam it up and it's impossible. The more we dam it up, the more it gathers and intensity and has to burst even more. So letting it flow, letting it go, not seeing it as your problem is the best thing you can do. And usually what happens is more is revealed as to what is causing this. Maybe there are some things these parents could look at now, some factors in this little girl's life. But it might just be she's moving into the next level of development. And whenever there's development, there are uncomfortable feelings. Is this unhealthy? Absolutely not. So to go into the details for how to handle this, this mother says she's generally cranky, yells at her dad and me. Let her yell. Don't let it bother you. Children yell. Children younger than this yell and scream and 
that's how they express the feelings. They don't have the maturity and the understanding of their feelings to be able to articulate them in words and say, oh, I just, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed and everything feels, uh, and I'm too tired and I can't handle anything. They can't express it that way. So it comes out as just nothing feels right. I think I want this, but I don't want this. <laughs> I mean, I can relate to this. I still feel like this sometimes, and I probably behave almost the way she's behaving. <laughs> I think we all feel overwhelmed sometimes, and nothing feels right. And we just want to yell at everyone or flop on the floor and be cranky. It's okay to be cranky. It's okay to be all of these feelings. So the examples she gives are... Yesterday, she woke up and was happy for about one minute. And then dad asked, are you hungry? Would you like scrambled eggs? So dad offered her really nice breakfast ideas. And she whined and yelled, no, stop. And she just wanted to blast. She just wanted to express her difficulty waking up and facing the day. Let it go. If she says, no, stop, I would stop. I would breathe. You might say, oh, shoot, you're having a hard time. Let me know when you're ready to come eat, and I'll help you get out of bed. I don't know what kind of bed she's in, but you could pick her up if she's in a crib still. But let her flop. Let her roll on the floor and be cranky. It's really okay, and it will all pass more quickly if you let it, just like that river flowing by that needs to happen. So I wouldn't rush to get her her breakfast if she's expressing it like that. We don't want to be doormats. We don't want to not have our own boundaries. But I wouldn't get angry with her either and get insulted or feel like it's rude behavior. It's behavior that really makes a lot of sense for a three-year-old, even if she doesn't have other stress in her life. But you can step out of the way of it a little. Not on eggshells, confidently stepping aside to let the river flow by. <laughs> And then when she feels better, she'll have an idea for something to eat. If you think that part of this is that she woke up too hungry, then you could make some food for her and let her know your food's right here when you're ready for it. But again, letting her have her feelings, not trying to rush her out of it, not judging her for feeling like that, and definitely not judging yourself or feeling like you have to fix this and make it better for her. Then she says the daughter asked to read a book and... The mom says, sure, very nicely. Let me finish doing these dishes. Yeah, so it's tough when we get dumped on, when we're making an effort and we're being upbeat. But it's such a typical thing that children do. It's that thing of taking out their feelings on the people closest to them, the people that show them the most love and are the kindest. Those are the people that they feel safe to blast on. So I realize it's hard not to take it personally sometimes. And that's why I would be somewhat protective of yourself. But I wouldn't have a grudge either. I would just, oh, well, you know, look at your husband, share a little uh, knowing glance, breathe and let it go. And wait, wait for her to feel better and to be ready to do something with you. And if you're still available, then great. And if you're not, don't feel bad about that either. So if you make a nice offer like that and she says, no, stop, I said I didn't want to, you could say something like, oh, that's funny. I thought you did. Okay. And let her go. Again, seeing it as not a problem, nothing that you have to fix or worry about. 
I realize it's a hard mindset to truly let go and let feelings be and trust that there's a reason and that it's the best thing that she could be doing right there. So this is when the mother says, it's like we have to constantly walk on eggshells. She asks us to dance and then whines that we're dancing the wrong way. Let the bombs go off around you. And the other thing here is don't dance if you don't want to dance. If you don't genuinely want to, if you think you're doing it because this is another eggshell you can avoid, don't do it. Don't come from a place of trying to please her. Listen to yourself. So only offer things that you genuinely want to do and that you won't mind her rejecting. You won't take it personally. You won't feel like, oh, look how much I did for you. That's where we have to have our boundary, have that confidence in ourselves. And if you do dance and she whines that you're dancing the wrong way, shrug your shoulders and know that it's not about dancing. It's not about the specifics. It's just about her needing to gripe, needing to reject, needing to take it out on you. There's so many times like this as parents where we really have to rise up tall and be that bigger person that doesn't stoop to taking this stuff that a little three-year-old does personally. I understand it's hard. They seem so huge and mature sometimes to us. And we forget. We all do. We forget that they're very immature, that they don't know why they're behaving the way they are, and they, they don't want to be treating us that way. They don't mean it most of the time. And in another mood, we'd see a totally different side that is grateful for us, that tells us the truth, which is that they adore us. But we can't get that when we want it, only when they want to give it to us, unfortunately. So yelling and throwing tantrums, running away, throwing herself against the couch, those are all the ways that intense children show their feelings. They fall apart so that they can feel better again. She said, I'd love some reassurance and guidance. So I hope to be reassuring that this is normal, there's nothing wrong going on here, that really all she has to do is trust it, let it be, and stop trying to avoid it in any way or make it better. Bring it on. Bring it on. Let her be the crankiest girl in the universe that day. It's healthy to feel like that. And she says it's so exhausting. Yes, it's exhausting if we're trying to battle it or fix it or prop it up or dam it up. It's going to be exhausting. Don't buy into that role. Don't put that on your job description. Let it go. Give it up. I hope that helps this parent feel more confident in her response. And please check out some of my other podcasts on my website, JanetLansbury.com. They're all indexed by subject and category, so you should be able to find whatever topic you're interested in. And also, both of my books are available on audio at Audible. Elevating Child Care and No Bad Kids, Toddler Discipline Without Shame. So just follow the link in the liner notes of this podcast or go to the books section of my website. And you can also get them in paperback at Amazon and an ebook at Amazon, Barnes and Noble and Apple.com. Thanks for listening. We can do this. If you like Unruffled, you can listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com slash survey.